Does the thought of sleeping on the go or travel with your little one create stress? In today's episode, we're going to talk about the three things you can check and the one action step you could do to help make traveling and sleep on the go a little more calming and help you feel confident. In our most sleep-deprived moments, our children will teach us exactly what we need in order to learn and grow into who we were created to be. These are the loving lessons we will learn whether we were wanting to or not. I'm Irene Gooch, your sleep coach, and I'm on mission to educate parents on how to help their young children sleep. Welcome to the journey. Sometimes the thought of sleeping on the go for your little one or even thinking about stress can create a lot of anxiety and stress for families. And a lot of times nothing has even happened. We're just literally having that thought. In the last few family meetings, we've been talking about travel, especially travel with Thanksgiving and thinking about the holidays. I've been talking to clients who are getting ready to go to the grandparents' house planning for the holidays. And so all of this can sometimes start bringing up some big emotions and some stress. And we're often wondering, like, where is this coming from? And so today I want to share with you three things that you can check to help you get started. And then we're going to talk about taking that action step of making it better for you. So one of the things I hear from moms is a lot of times they're getting stressed about all the things, packing, what's going to be taking place, and thinking about the holidays and making sure their children are happy and doing all of the rituals and traditions that we think we need to do. And I say think because checking our thoughts is actually one of the first places we want to get started. We want to think about what are we actually thinking about? And thinking about our thoughts is a practice that we can do. We can catch ourselves and what and get curious about where is this stress actually coming from? And so I want you to stop and think about the thoughts that you're having as you think about maybe the holidays, as you think about traveling, as you're thinking about you know, what it's going to look like when you go to this Christmas party or this get together, whatever that might look like for your family. I want you to take a moment, actually observe. You know, sometimes if we can just pause and tune in and listen and observe, like observe our body and notice, like, what do you notice about your body? Do you notice any tension anywhere? And observe your child and maybe their behaviors, what they're doing or what they're not doing. And pausing can help us oftentimes give us a chance to actually reflect and think about these thoughts. And one of the things I'm going to share with you that happens to me often is that I get stuck in a thought and I am looping. And this is often a really good signal for me that I'm feeling stuck and fixated and feeling like I need to fix the situation instead of figuring out how do I come along and be with the situation? How do I come along and just support a person or the situation? Because oftentimes my thoughts are making me feel guilty. Maybe I'm feeling shame. Maybe other emotions are creeping in there. And I will oftentimes start spiraling in a negative loop. 
And so I'll have negative thoughts that are bringing in fear and judgment and stress um, and sometimes resentment and anger and bitterness. And I don't know if you're like me, like if you can resonate with any of those kinds of thoughts, things that I'm thinking about with the holidays, like, well, what if we don't have enough cookies or what if they don't like the present or what if we don't pick something up and all the things that we could go down that rabbit hole of. And I realize that a lot of times I start blaming, you know, like whose fault is this? Like whose fault is it going to be if my child doesn't get a name? Whose fault is it going to be if I don't bring all the things for the name? Whose fault is it going to be that, you know, it doesn't look just right? And so oftentimes we might start asking ourselves some of these negative questions and wondering, well, what is wrong with me? Why am I such a failure? Why are these people so stupid around me not dealing with the things that I'm trying to deal with? Um, and then I also will have that thought of like, well, what were they thinking? Obviously, they weren't even thinking. So that is oftentimes the pattern that I can find myself in. I don't know if you can relate to any of that, where we're going down this negative rabbit hole. And so I oftentimes will encourage the families I work with to ask a better question. And so for me, I go to my mantra where I'm going to breathe love. I'm going to ask myself a better question. Am I coming from a place of love and learning and understanding? Or am I coming from a place of fear and judgment into all the things, especially as I start thinking about traveling and what if I forget things um, as we go? Or what if we don't bring everything we need? Um, and what if they don't sleep? All these things can cause us to ask questions that don't serve us well. So we want to check our thoughts, ask ourselves a better question, and maybe we can get curious, like, I wonder what's happening. What would happen if I didn't bring everything? What would happen if the nap didn't take place? What would I need in this moment to make it better? What am I feeling right now? I wonder what my child is feeling right now. I wonder what assumptions I'm making about traveling away from home. I wonder what my choices are. I wonder what I'm really actually responsible for. And so sometimes when I can reframe the questions I'm asking myself, I'm coming from a better place. And so if you would actually like a download of these questions, you can check out the Breathe Love Guide. It'll be down in the show notes for you. And you can observe and ask yourself, like, are you coming from a place of love? Are you coming from a place of fear and resentment and anger and frustration? And asking ourselves better questions can be helpful. As we think about checking our thoughts, what are we actually thinking in this moment as we're thinking about sleep on the go or traveling with our little one? The other thing I would encourage you to do is to check your expectations. You know, my counselor, so many years, she kept asking me, like, why do I keep shooting on myself? Because I would say, well, I should be doing this. I need to get out the Christmas cards. I need to make the Christmas cookies. I need to wrap all the things. I need to, I need to, I need to. And did I need to? Or do I need to? No. Like, those are the expectations that I have put on myself. And those are the things that I would really like. But sometimes I need to really look at myself in this season of parenting 
and really think, does this serve me? Does this serve my family well with these expectations? You know, and a lot of times, like we can put these expectations on ourselves as parents. And I would probably say specifically as moms, we can feel like it's going to be all our fault if things don't go according to plan or if it doesn't look like that beautiful Instagram photo. And if it isn't this extraordinary magical moment. And I think that those expectations often can create a fantasy that is actually not the reality of how we are living and being with our little ones. And our children, no matter what age and stage you're at, they just want us to be present with them. And so I'm going to think about packing because I know for a fact that packing is something that can sometimes be very stressful because it's like, okay, we got to like make sure everything fits just right. And there's a just right way to pack the things and we need all the things to make sure we're prepared for this event with this person. And we might do this thing and we need this kind of clothes. And, you know, I know you're thinking about all those different things and all the different outfits and all the different things you're going to need for the different events and maybe all the different materials and gifts or things that you're going to need to bring. So all of a sudden, those expectations keep getting bigger and bigger. So, you know, one of the things that has helped me is I created a Google Doc. That was my packing list. Like, these are all the staple things I need when I travel. So rather than feeling like I have to write the to-do list over every single time I'm traveling, putting that down in a Google Doc has been a lifesaver. And now that my children are older, I can actually just send them the Google Doc and say, hey, do you have everything on the list? And I can let them be responsible for it. But now I know if you have younger children, they're not going to be able to do that. But it's going to be easier for you to keep track with them. The other thing, too, is it can provide opportunities to maybe delegate. So all of the things are falling on just one person. And so sometimes checking the expectations we have on ourselves And maybe even the expectations we have for those around us could be potentially impacting the stress we're feeling when we're thinking about sleep on the go and traveling with our little ones. And one of the things we don't realize is that these thoughts we are having and these expectations are oftentimes sleep sabotagers. Those are not helping us come from a place where we're feeling calm and confident. So creating a plan and being prepared the best we can is going to oftentimes help alleviate some of that stress. So I want you to think about like the expectations you're putting on yourself right now and look at the rhythms and routines that you have. Are there things that you could do to simplify? Are there things that you could do to create more ease as you're getting ready to travel? And, you know, one of the things I'll share with you is if you want to grab the the download of the packing list, that might be a great place to start. This way you can go ahead and update it, tweak it, make it your own. And when you travel this time, update it as you go. If you're like, oh, yeah, next time I'll have this. You're actually practicing and giving yourself permission to enjoy the moment. Instead of beating yourself up, going to those negative thoughts, being like, oh, Why am I such a failure? Why can't I get these things done? And so I want you to just be thinking about that as you get ready to travel, as you're getting ready to think about having sleep happen outside your home. Oftentimes, 
one of the biggest things that I share with families is that showing up, having our routines and creating some calm and confident patterns and rhythms is going to help your little one get sleep. Children can actually sleep on the go really well and really easily majority of the time. But it's these internal stressors oftentimes can hold them back. So one, making sure we're checking our thoughts. Two, we want to check our expectations. What are we expecting to happen? What are all the things that we're doing? And do we need to do all those things? Is it necessary? So these are some questions for you to think about and to ponder as you're planning and getting ready to travel. Now, the last thing I'm going to ask you to think about is check your triggers. Now, this was part of the conversation that has come up for me and many families that I've talked to, is that sometimes we don't really recognize that preparing for a trip in the future, there could be maybe a place or maybe a person or even event that had happened that could be possibly creating a trigger. Maybe we're noticing a sensation in our body. And so the thought of going somewhere could be creating this unnecessary stress. So sometimes just becoming aware and recognizing like, huh, I wonder if my parents, being around my parents could be triggering me. I wonder if going to my hometown or back to see a certain friend, is that triggering me? And I'm going to just share with you that many years ago, when I was first learning about some of my personal triggers and recognizing how I was behaving and some of the thoughts that I was having, I didn't realize that those things were triggering me. So being able to pause and reset and become aware of that helped me realize that maybe thinking about sleep on the go and traveling didn't have to be so scary. Maybe I needed to implement some of the tools and strategies I was learning to keep myself calm, to lead my family with confidence, would have helped me enjoy that messy middle with our little ones. Because I will share with you that sometimes when we're going through our routines, what we don't realize is that routines have a beginning, middle, and end. And oftentimes I would find I could start the routine really well, but I would get stuck in the messy middle. I would have inconsistent give it up like, oh, it's not going according to how I thought it would go. And I would leave things hanging and then I would feel like rushed going through different events. And so these things actually started creating more overwhelm and caused me to procrastinate and actually create disconnection in my relationships. So learning to follow through and take time to complete the routines. And this was like following through when my children were having some big emotions that came up. Like maybe we were going to go visit Santa with family, but it was a lot of overwhelm for them just being with family. And then you add in Santa, just a whole other level. So wondering, did I give myself enough time to prepare my little ones? Did I give space? to allow them to maybe have their own experiences and allow learning to actually unfold? And did I allow to sit in the messy middle if my kiddos were having some big emotions about the things that were coming and being present? 
And I'm going to share with you that for me, it is always easier to give up. That has been my go-to pattern. And it is definitely so much easier. It is the path of least resistance. But learning to follow through and go through the messy middle and end routines and being able to learn to be present has been a process. And that's where today, as I encourage you to take this next step, I'm going to encourage you to experiment. I'm going to encourage you to follow the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, we're going to sleep at home. 20% of the time, we're going to experiment and see how it goes. And part of that experiment means that we're going to check our thoughts. We're going to check our expectations and we're going to check our triggers. We're going to see what's happening. And then we're going to be able to maybe sit in that messy middle and be there and be present and notice how are we thinking? Can we reframe this to make maybe the travel, the sleep on the go, a better experience for our children and also ourselves? Because who are we kidding? We know that if we're not sleeping well, then our children might not be sleeping well. And so we want to make sure that we are coming from a place where we're also building these good, healthy sleep habits. And this is actually part of what's going to help you create a healthy sleep foundation. When you take the time to practice and give your child a chance because they know the routines. If you are doing your bedtime routine at home and your child knows exactly what to expect, chances are they're going to be able to do it even on the go. And even if the timing is not just right, I have seen children do this time and time again. And I have families that have told me that they were pleasantly surprised as to how their child slept, even when they were away from home. And so I want to share with you that there is hope and that your children can actually sleep on the go and you can travel with more ease. But I want you to go back, check your thoughts, check your expectations, check your triggers, and take some time to practice this this season. You know, oftentimes I will share with you that we have this belief that like, if I just think about this, like, and I have this fantasy and this vision, it's going to go so well. The reality is it will go. I don't know if it will go so well, but it will go and it will be what it is supposed to be. But it only happens when we take that next step and give ourselves permission for it to be progress and not perfection. Let it be the moment that it's supposed to be. And what I have found in this journey is that when I step back and I give myself permission to practice, it goes so much better. And it's actually so much more enjoyable for everybody around me. Think about how you're going to show up being that calm, confident leader. Let me know which thoughts maybe what expectation you have or what trigger you're having as you're leading your little one when you're traveling and sleeping on the go. Email me or leave a message down below. And I can't wait to hear how your holiday travels go. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. You can see all of the details and show notes below. And as you go out into your day, I hope that you'll make it your mission to be calm, confident, and rested as you lead today. Sweet dreams.